Stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, visit www.3cr.org.au. Because we got the alternative energy right. free autonomy. And welcome to the Radioactive Show, produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. Hi, my name is Mara. This show was produced on the unceded land of the Boonarung peoples for 3CR Melbourne. On this episode of the Radioactive Show, we bring you recordings from some speeches and interviews from Invasion Day 2021. We hear from Celeste Little and Trish King in Nam, or so-called Melbourne, Regina McKenzie in the Flinders Ranges in South Australia, and Tamika Teague in Sydney. First, we'll hear from Celeste Little. I don't have many words to say. This is the second Invasion Day where I've tried to follow Gary Foley on the stage. I tell you what, that's intimidating. I wasn't at the Sydney um, 1988 rally, but I was at the Canberra one. And I remember a chant from that that I'm going to revisit now, which was, Lamb rights now, bicentennial bullshit. Tell you what, there's, what, 23 years in sin and they're still talking bullshit. 33. Anyway, um, I'm an Arunda woman from Central Australia. I wanted to acknowledge the lands in which we're on today, the Wurundjeri people, the Bunurong people, the broader Kulin nations for allowing me to live on these lands. This is, I, I have lost count of how many Invasion Day rallies that I've been to. And it's a bit of a tradition for me to actually try and guess the crowd. Last year, an hour before the rally, I put out to the media that there was 200,000 and some of them ran with it. So let's go with 500,000 here this year. I'm really, really proud to see the efforts that everyone has gone to, to socially distance, to ensure community is safe, that whilst we're here landing, marching for justice, marching for land rights, that we're also keeping each other safe and tr- trying to ensure the health of the next generation. Um, there's, Invasion Day for me is a bit of a time always to reflect on community and those that are here with us today, but also those that are no longer with us. One of my heroes, when I was at uni, I met this woman called Lisa Belair. And I could tell from the crowd that she has inspired a lot of other people. And she died far too young, far, far too young. But if she were here, she'd be running around taking photos of you all. She'd be in the crowd, she'd be getting photos, and then she'd give them back to you. And so, you know, this woman who, who was the, one of the most amazing community activists that I have ever met, um, save for the organisers at this rally, is still inspiring so many people today. And so rather than actually talk much, because you've all, heard, you've all heard my talks for years, you've seen my articles, you've had to read a lot of stuff. I wanted to read out a short poem by Lisa Belair. It was written in the year 2000. I'm probably going to get the canter wrong of it and everything, but I'll give it a go. It's called Conversations, a.k.a. Unfinished Business. 
Conversations through the phone raises issues that still impact on Indigenous Australians. There is also a message of hope. Imagination, creativity, art, dance, music and inventive conversations. Positive expressions of Indigenous survival. Mr Prime Minister, the Mayor, young folk, warriors without treaties, the wider community. The message is always even though we smile, land rights, sovereignty, no more crap, ignorance and unabated racism. Thank you. You're listening to the Radioactive Show, broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. We just heard the speech given by Celeste Little at the 2021 Invasion Day in Nam, Melbourne. Next, we'll hear from Tamika Teague about the Invasion Day events in Sydney. Uh, we've wrapped up um, today in Sydney. Uh, it was a good day. Uh, we had some, some quality numbers in at the domain and um, we resisted with the police and they ended up coming to the table. Um, so we were able to host our event and um, you know get the message across today in a way that was COVID safe and um, keeping our community safe from um, police brutality. Oh, that's great. Um, how many people do you think you got there today? I reckon we've probably got around um, maybe 5,000. 5, yeah. Um, despite the restrictions across New South Wales um, and the Greater Sydney. Yeah. Uh, you are uh, Burupai, Dungari and Gimaroi uh, woman. Uh, if you're uh, a representative of fighting in solidarity, in solidarity towards treaties. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Tamika? Uh, sure. I um, yeah, as, as you mentioned, I'm a member of um, FISC and um, I'm also a member of Camilleray Next Generation. So, um, you know, activist groups that work um, to to fight the injustice that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people face across this country um, in all avenues, I suppose. You know, um, for me, um, my brother is Tiny Chatfield, so, def- you know, Defending um, black lives in um, in our justice system is important to me um, in particular, and uh, raising awareness about the other black deaths in custody um, that we that we've seen um, since the '91 um, Royal Commission. And um, with Gomorrah Next Generation, uh, you know, we're facing um, a big battle with Santos um, and the coal seam gas mines on our country at the moment. So, uh, you know, wanting to raise awareness about the issues that we face as um, Gomorrah people. Um, and that, you know, that's just something that we, we want to see um, the message spread and we want people to resist um, the colony. Yeah, um, the, the, the wanting destruction of the land and the reaping of resources, how does it make you feel to make it to see the destruction of the land? Uh, that's the capitalist mentality of, of a British empire, I suppose. So it, it's just something that we've been fighting for 30 years and, and issues like this continue to... Um, come to the table where, you know, we see black people stand up for um, our land and and protecting our land. And, uh, you know, I want to remind people that that's, it's our birthright to, to protect um, our people and our land and ensure that uh, we can live sustainably on our own country. Gamal means no campaign. Are you calling an end to uh, coal seam gas, uh, which is slatted for the Pilliga? Can you tell us where that is, Tamika? Uh, the Pilliga Scrub, it's a sacred place to Gomorrah people. You'll find it in the northwest of New South Wales, um, around Pilliga itself, Narrabri, Coonabarabran, 
and it's, yeah, it's that's home to us, and um, it's, a, it's a very sacred place. The Gamal means no um, action uh, demands that Santos sees immediately um, the work that they have um, been doing on Gomorrah country with the coal seam gas mines, as the destruction of Gomorrah country is a climate, a, a global climate health, uh, you know, glo- sorry, a global climate um, issue, and um, the destruction to the Great Artesian Basin um, is an issue for um, all people who live in so-called Australia and all people on a global scale. Keep the same energy. Keep the fight. We are nothing without the resistance of Black Australia. So let's keep going. This song's called Our Future. This is all Aboriginals in Australia. This song's dedicated to them. Our future. You're listening to The Radioactive Show. We just heard the track Our Future by Kuri Youth. It followed an interview with Tamika King about this year's Invasion Day in Sydney. Next, we'll go to South Australia and hear from Regina McKenzie. 
after successfully stopping the threat of a radioactive waste dump on her country, the Kiani people are now facing a serious threat by the potential mining of Lake Torrens. Well, the campaign about Lake Torrens here um, in South Australia is Section 23, yeah. and they asked all the Aboriginal people to, you know, um, say what they wanted um, to happen in the lake if they wanted mining, if they didn't want mining. So um, practically 100% of the Aboriginal people said no. Yeah. Um, and then the minister, the Premier, who's the um, Aboriginal Affairs Minister, decided that um, he knew best was best for Aboriginal people and he okayed it. Without, um, that was without any... Um, now, with my, 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 my nation, which is the Koyani people, we've never had our, a chance to put in our our intangibles or our um, tangible aspects of our culture heritage in that lake whatsoever. Yeah. They did a... I mean, the last government actually did a um, independent um, anthropological um, report on the area, mm-hmm. which found out that we, the Kwiani, that myself, my sister Heather, and my brother Ken and my late um, sister-in-law, Ken, my brother Ken's wife, yeah. we, were, um, we were the actual named traditional owners of the lake, and they was talking about making us rubs. Um, with the new um, Liberal government, that actually all changed. Okay. Uh, how do you feel as an Indigenous person about the destruction of the land? How do I feel? It's, it's called genocide. I reckon. You know, nothing, nothing short, nothing less. It, it's called genocide. A lot of people have told me. Don't talk about um, culture genocide. Don't talk about systemic um, racism, you know. But the thing is, that's the truth. That's what's happening here in Australia. Systemic racism. Um, people like the Premier of South Australia who thinks that they are um, they know what's good for the Aboriginal people. Apparently, we don't know what's good for us. So, um, you know, he's acting as a chief protector. Yeah. And the thing is, is what's happening is that they keep telling us and they, they, you see, they keep talking about oh, what, what, what keeps going wrong. Is the Aboriginal fault? No, it's their fault because they keep trying to control us. They keep trying to tell us what they think. They treat our people like we're children. I think it's the other side, other way around. I think they think like children. They do not know this land like we do. You know, the land itself. We we are part of the land. We are. Our, when they hurt the land, they hurt us. We are of the land. You know, I hear a lot of people say, oh, this is our land. Yes, this is our land, but we are, we also belong to the land. How can people and, help? And I will, I, will die, I will die fighting for um, our rights. I will die fighting for the, um, the cultural aspect of our, um, of our rights as well. Uh, how can people help with the uh, Lake Torrens uh, campaign? There's a um, there's a site on Facebook called um, Save Lake Torrens. If they could all go on there and actually write and let the um, premier know what they think of him. But also, you know, um, it's not just about here at the lake uh, at Lake Torrens. It's about all over the place. No matter where you go in this land, you will see the destruction of Aboriginal culture, our culture heritage. You know, we as Aboriginal people, we all need to stand together. We need to say no. Enough is enough. We need to stand up and say this needs to stop now and it needs to think. You know, what Australia has done to the Aboriginal people, not even Hitler has, could have done that, done, done any better than what he, what he tried to do. Yeah. Australia has done worse than what 
Hitler done to Europe? I see. So you, you know, have you got any last words for all the listeners out there, three CR, before we wrap things up here? All I want to say is, I always love noise. It'll be all our, our Aboriginal land, and you know, don't stop fighting and stay proud and strong. You know, we are the first people of this country. That was Kuyani woman Regina McKenzie. Next, we'll hear from Torres Strait Islander and member of Seed Mob Tish King. Kulai kid nailak esa poiban, nolman koi aga, nud mura zapu aimithin. Alak, nal punka poiban, kapu bailu mita munka mura boy, ai mura ma bagal, ina baradar nu, nuzunal tish, nai kakalag, masugnu napa kakagal zenedekes nu eso. Translation Firstly, I would like to give thanks to our Heavenly Father for his blessings upon us. Good morning, good afternoon to all the families and the peoples of this land, which I am among. My name is Tish and I proudly stand here with my sister and doggo, Boo Boo. <laughs> and I am a Kalkalug woman from the island of Musig, Kalkogol tribe of Zenedith Kes, the islands of the Torres Strait. I pay my respects to your elders and spirits past, present and emerging. I acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and that we live on stolen lands. I would like to acknowledge people of color, people who are indigenous to their country and to all the people who fight day in and day out to survive the continuing injustices from white supremacy. I am a community organizer at Seed Mob and proudly stand here today in the streets of Nam in solidarity with First Nations peoples across so-called Australia, continuing to fight for justice, for indigenous rights, and the continuing fight for sovereignty to protect our people and our sacred lands. For thousands of years, First Nations people have lived in harmony with our lands, rivers, and oceans. That is. And today is a constant reminder that in 1788, our ability to care for country freely ended. Our self-determination was severed and our voices silenced. Each year on this day, I find myself mentally and emotionally taxed because we all really know what this day was back in 1788. It was an act of terror and war. Today is a day of mourning, just like our aunties and uncles have said today before us. It is a reminder of trauma that our brothers and sisters in custody, they still are dying, that our children are taken from their families and communities, and that our country, our songlines, and our sacred sites continue to be raped and destroyed by private corporations like Santos and Origin Energy, Rio Tinto, and the new name Bravo. Today is not just a reminder of our trauma, because every day, black fellas continue to survive colonialism. It is our inherent responsibility to continue our old people's fight for survival, our fight to, our fight to exist. But this is not a new phenomenon for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people because 
When emergencies are happening in our, con in our communities, whether it's genocide, military interventions, or environmental disasters, First Nations people, the voices of people who are the most impacted, have always gone missing, unheard, dismissed, or ignored by the dominant cultures or decision makers. And if there isn't one, it serves only as a token of apology, or like posting a black square on your social media. For them, our cultural knowledge and wisdom was not scientific enough to solve environmental solutions. For them, our communities are not sophisticated enough to organize. But enough is enough. As First Nations people, our strength, our resiliency, and our cultural responsibility to care for country and for one another drives us forward each day to keep fighting. Because if we don't, the Morrison government will continue to give millions of dollars to allow mining corporations like Rio Tinto to destroy our sacred sites or Santos and Origin to frack our country. The climate crisis is an issue of social and environmental justice. Too often, those who have done the least to cause the problem are hit first and worst. The root causes of climate change are colonialism, capitalism, white supremacy, racism, and patriarchy. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island people are on the forefront of climate impacts and fossil fuels extraction. But we can also be at the forefront of change, leading the movement for climate justice. Now, I recently just returned back from Zenithkes, the Torres Straits, where after 22 years of being disconnected from my country, my island home, I returned to Musig. Being there, I felt so connected. Just touching the ground between my toes with a coral. The ocean felt like silk on my skin. Being among family and being able to hunt all together as one reminded me of why I fight, why I t be here, stand in solidarity with my brothers and sisters. The people of the Torres Straits do not contribute to Australia's carbon footprint, yet are the most disproportionately affected from the causes and impacts of climate change. I saw the erosion, the impact of sea levels rising. I saw how global warming has exacerbated weather events like monsoons and king tides, washing away our totems, our ancestors. I picked up my ancestors' bones. The fish are leaving our coral reefs. My people can't hunt. My people are being disconnected. Our jugans have left us. Our seagrass is dying. Our food security hangs in the balance. These feelings of both love and absence with the natural world are essential to understanding why we must protect it. They are essential not just for First Nations survival, but for our collective futures. So I end with this. We can't do it alone. Effective policy and systemic changes is required and First Nations people must have a seat at the table. It must be place-based. It must be deliberative and culturally safe. Our involvement must be sincere and in order to achieve real First Nations justice, we must be able to lead. This extends to respecting our sacred sites and enshrining more First Nations voices to Parliament, standing next to our deadly auntie, Lydia Thorpe. 
It means reconciliation. And it means treaty. It means abolish Australia Day. Thank you. Thank you so much. We just heard some of the speakers and interviews from Invasion Day 2021. Thanks to Celeste Little, Tameka Teague, Regina McKenzie and Tish King, and to all the organisers and warriors who have changed the narrative about so-called Australia Day. We'll end today's show with a track from Mitch Tambo, Gulagama Lee. Thanks for listening to the Radioactive Show. You can download the podcast of this program at www.3cr.org.au slash radioactive. If you'd like to get in contact, you can email us on radioactiveshow.3cr at gmail.com. The Radioactive Show was produced for 3CR with the support of Friends of the Earth Ace Nuclear Free Collective on the lands of the Boonarung people and is broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. Thanks for listening and tune in again next week for more news and views on nuclear, peace and energy issues. Come on,